everyone and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. What's going on? What's up? <laughs> uh, just a lot of wedding stuff. That's all. Yeah. I, I feel it's kind of hard to talk about it on the show now because I'm I'm concerned that we are becoming a wedding podcast. Yeah. And no same. one no one is here for that. Not, well, no one who's listening to this is here for a wedding podcast. It's not a fun listen for most people, I think. Well, it is on brand because I feel like we don't know what we're talking about. Yes. And yet these <laughs> these gigantic and very expensive things have fallen on us to decide. And I I don't know anything. Like people keep asking me all these questions yeah. I'm like I don't know. I please. You and I are in the situation of of being in charge of a lot of very expensive decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and no one told me that that's I I was not fully prepared for that going yeah. into this whole marriage thing. I proposed being like, hey, I would like to marry you. Uh, I would like to make our our commitment to one another official with the state. Yeah, but it's and like that you didn't realize you were I asking, thought. like, I would like to have a wedding with you. Yeah. That's, like wanting that's really to be married to you and wanting to have a wedding with you are like two very completely different. Things. Completely different. Because it's like I would whole... like to go through the fucking rigmarole of all of these things of talking to all these people, which honestly, as time went on, I, I started to love. Like, it's the same thing. I talked about the wedding cake thing on our on John and Emily are getting married uh, that that episode. Uh, but there's, I mean, everything else is the same exact way. It's like, I, I talked about how it's so great doing cake tastings cause you never get to tell, you never get an opportunity to tell someone that a cake is bad. Yeah. Like that's never a thing you get to say about anyone at, at anyone's cake at any point in time. This is the one time it's the same thing with everything. It's like you go yeah. to the, you go to the printer for, for invitations and save the dates and all of the stuff is like, no, I hate that font. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the funnest this thing to say. Sucks ever and we just had a, a meeting with um uh, a designer for who makes custom suits because i would like to have a suit made for for the wedding and it's like looking at fabrics and colors like no i hate that no this no this like fabric it. feels uncomfortable i wouldn't want a whole suit out of this it's like mm -hmm. that's so much fun it's an incredible amount of fun I don't know. I'm not having fun yet. I'm just like fielding so many offers. And I don't have any answers for anyone. So they're like, would you like to hire me as your photographer? I'm like, I would like to know where I'm having this wedding before I commit to a photographer. You know, it's like and a whole I, thing. So. I think it's the, the fact that you don't have any answers for anyone and that you have so many questions for everyone. That's why I keep hearing about your fucking wedding everywhere I go. <laughs> And no one is talking to me about my wedding. Samantha has our wedding done and dusted. It's figured out. She's got it all. It's it's done. Basically, all the we just need to dot the i's and cross the t's, and that's and then it's done. We need to basically the license, go the yeah. do the wedding. Like, yeah. like, like that's the only thing that's left to Ugh. do at this point. We have to solidify yes. the playlist. I think at this point, but at no point like Samantha has had this thing planned forever. And even when she was in the planning phase, there were so few questions because she had it all figured out. She knew what she wanted. That piece of information literally gave me a panic attack. Like, I had it. Like, I had a panic attack because yeah. she, among other amazing and organized women that are adjacent to my life, had told me, mine's already planned. I'd been planning mine since I was a little girl. I was like, I didn't think anyone was going to love me this much. So I didn't bother to fucking plan. 
I didn't I know. did not anticipate anyone wanting to spend the rest of their life. I'm like, me. odds were, like, <laughs> How, maybe I was going to... Maybe I was going to be with with a lady and maybe she would have figured it out. That would have been nice, <laughs> right? But no. And I like I as for like our parents and stuff, I I I think they might have been a bit shocked. I think they might have been like, "Are you sure to Taylor?" Wait. Wait. When? How? Wait. <laughs> now they're all excited to to have him in the family, which is great, you know, cuz our dad loves him. Possibly more than he loves you, so... You talk you know. to mom so more frequently than anyone in the family talks to anybody else. Yeah, You I have conversations with our mother, like, every single day, and you're constantly two? asking her questions about your wedding. So she's got your wedding on the brain. Meanwhile, you don't even have a fucking date. You don't have mm-hmm. anything. Your wedding doesn't exist oh, shit. At, in any way, shape, or form. Do I have any information? No. My wedding is done. It's it's happening. That's why. There, there are invites out. It's a thing. It's going to happen. That's why. No one wants to talk to me about it. No we one know. gives a shit about my wedding. Everyone wants to talk about your wedding, and that's it. And I'm done. The, the, Taylor is having a suit done by the same guy that I went to, with, Samantha and I had a meeting with yesterday. That guy, all he could talk about was your fucking wedding. It's like, the, I'm talking to you about my suit. The suit that I would like to get married in. Stop talking to me about my sister's wedding. <laughs> Which he didn't it's know. It's me. To be fair. It's my time. <laughs> he didn't know that I was your sister. So that's true. He did not know. He knew Taylor. He knew that Taylor and I were friends from a previous wedding that we were working with him on. And then Taylor went back, and I went back separately. So he knew that we had a connection. He's like, "Oh, I heard that Taylor got engaged." I was like, "Yeah, to my sister." He, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Really? No way. The only person in the world to ever have received that information in that way. Like, <laughs> the only no person who who didn't know that you and I were related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you and Taylor are going to be brothers, which is so cute. Adorable. I think it's, a, I think it's adorable. How it is cute adorable. is that? Like, you guys love yeah. each other. Now you're going to be family. Of course. <laughs> Very cute. Very thank cute. You. Yeah. I you're thank you for doing this for me, honestly. Yeah. For t- I took the bullet and got married to one yeah. of your best friends, you know, so there you go. Um, I haven't been married to him yet, I guess. Uh, we're still working on it. I had two separate one-hour conversations <laughs> with my mother yesterday about this. Like, two separate, one each lasting one hour Yeah, I think you're having, I think you're having an effect on her, by the way. What do you mean? It was, just a, it was just a strange, no, it was just a strange <laughs> thing. <laughs> It was a strange thing the other day. She was she called me to ask a couple questions um, about about flights, about travel stuff for for my wedding. Uh, I guess someone did call me about my wedding. There okay, you go. That, I feel See? better. Fuck you. She was call- <laughs> was calling. It's just funny how me- how many people are talking about your wedding. <laughs> it's very um, interesting. Mom called me to clarify some stuff about flights for the wedding and stuff like that. Uh, and she asked a couple questions and then she's like, okay, that's it. And I was like, okay, love you. Bye. Hung up. And then she called back almost immediately to ask a follow-up question. And I was like, mother, this is not like you. You usually have all your ducks in a row. It was, it was very interesting. It was a very Emily moment where it's like, oh wait, I forgot. And I needed to do a whole nother phone call to get a clarification on this question. If mom is anything like me, and I know she is because we work in the same industry, it's that our jobs are boring and required us to be 
like hands on the keyboard at all times uh, and that means that we are not so texters, much about your job callers. schemes me out <laughs> our job though look my job is terrible all right yeah. it's terrible terrible job it's not good for me i literally like got referred to someone for adhd testing because I I can't perform my job. Like, I can't do it because it's so much sit down, look at your screen, work mm-hmm. until the day is done. And, like, I cannot do that. So I was Miserable. literally referred to ADHD testing. And I finally got around to calling the ADHD testing centers because, of course, that was something I had to do myself. Well, yep. um, turns out I was referred in November to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I got around to it today and i wish in leaving those voicemails that i was allowed to be provided like i was allowed to provide that information because i feel like it would really streamline this whole thing it would, it would really like solidify like yeah you you've got it like yeah. that, that's the test actually so the we, test was when you call these people because she told me that she was gonna see me again in february to see if you know how it went at the testing centers right and I was like, oh, shit, that's next oh, month. we haven't even gotten anywhere. <laughs> I didn't even call them. No. <laughs> I saw a tweet recently that was the process of getting diagnosed for ADHD as an adult is like someone made a very specific obstacle course specifically for people with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous about it. I've actually talked about it with like my therapist who's like counselor, so she can't prescribe me shit so i'm like why do yeah. i why am i doing this um but <laughs> i was telling her how i'm really nervous to if if i undergo this testing because what if i just try really hard <laughs> what, if, what if i really want to pass what if i really try hard to pass and then they're like you're fine but i still can't function in my day-to-day Look, life people with adhd are notoriously good test takers <laughs> that's the thing is i'm really good at taking tests if they give me homework that would oh, be great. Oh, that would that be would, great because they would give they would get their answer the coffin right, right there. away. They would get their answer so fast. They would be like, "Did you do hey, the essay we assigned?" I'd be this, like, "No, not even an essay. Do this one worksheet. It's a one pager. <laughs> not even two sides. One side. Do this worksheet by tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, and it's questions about yourself. The one thing you love talking about. And I'm like, I'm sorry, if this is not in the form of a BuzzFeed quiz, I can't complete it. I can't. And even then, if it has, like, one too many ads, then it's out. (laughs) Also, you need to tell me that it's not important to do at all. Yeah, I think it's not important. You need to tell me that this is not crucial. It's going to tell you about your dog at the end. It'll be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of this, you'll get information about your dog. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do it then. I'll do anything. <laughs> I did, though. I, I did the same thing. I I just Googled ADHD, adult ADHD clinic or something or like something trying to figure out more information about getting a diagnosis. And I got so bored so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I took me months. I quit, I quit immediately. I was like, I can't do this. It took me months because now they're all scared of, like, prescribing people Vyvanse and Ritalin and stuff like that. And, like, so I, like, went to therapy because I didn't know how to do this, right? I was like, I don't know how this works. So I'm just going to go to therapy and maybe they'll just, like, intuit maybe that, like, I don't (laughs) function as an adult. And that didn't work either. And so I was like, I have ADHD. 
I know I do. Like, please help me. And they were like, well, you know, we really hate to prescribe things to you. Like, like this lady literally was you trying to convince me to, to get a different job instead. Instead of solving this chemical issue that you have in your brain. This job is the reason I can pay you to tell me that I should maybe <laughs> be in a different career, which I know, but also, like, I like doing things like going to therapy and the dentist so like i it didn't work i was real mad about that because i was like great so a you can't prescribe me anything b you want me to get you want me to call to get tested for adhd which you know is a task i am incapable of completing won't happen impossible it's not gonna happen and also you want me to maybe go back to bartending, which is something that I was good at, enjoyed, could focus on, no health insurance. Thank you. It's a miserable, miserable line of work. No, I know. I I told I think I've talked about it before on the podcast where I'm like looking at bartending through rose-colored glasses because I was like so on top, you know, because I could do it. It worked for my brain. Yeah. Following monkeys around. Also extremely good for my brain. Seriously? For someone who very really like must be diagnosed with ADHD like I need to get a diagnosis so I can stop being like I have ADHD without any sort of diagnosis but like follow a monkey around like that is that is like the dream job for someone with attention issues because monkeys also have attention issues so it's great they're like shit what's that and i'm like i don't know (laughs) and then i log it on the ipad the monkey was like made the oh fuck what's that sound (laughs) and now we're climbing up a hill that's it that was a great job for me for being bartending too super scatterbrain like you know it's the same i don't know it was great Memorizing a lot of information. If I had to get into my industry through normal channels, it would have been miserable. Because the job itself, perfect for my brain. We've talked about this many times Mm -hmm. um, on the show. But getting into a position like this from someone... Like, if if I were to apply online, be like write out all this information or take these courses or, like, take some grueling courses before you can get this job, miserable. It would never have happened. (laughs) Yeah, no, for multiple reasons, right? Because there's a socioeconomic reason, too. Because it's like, okay, well, to get the nice job, I have to pay for $600 in classes. And, like, who can afford to do that, right? If they're working, you know, a lower paid service job. So that's, like, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole thing. But yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to hearing back from these places because, of course, I couldn't speak to anyone on the phone. I had to leave voice messages. Oh no! For, for these people because they're like we're experiencing high level high call volume because no, of COVID nineteen because it turns out everyone's had a chance to like sit and stew about how much they fucking hate their life. <laughs> Everyone had a chance to like sit and realize stuff about their own brain. Oh my god. I would love to function better. Like seriously. That was like It would, it my, would be super the, great to function like a human being. Like a I tell the person. counselor that I can't do my laundry and I can't do my job and she's like, Oh that sucks, maybe you need a new job. And then I tell the like the R N, like, Hey, I can't sit and focus on my job and, and I like I can't get a new job and she's like, Cool, have you tried drugs? And so now <laughs> I'm like I've not so it's it's i haven't but they told me i had to make a phone call and i was like yeah i'll make that phone call as soon as i remember to take the clothes out of the dryer as soon as it goes off 
Yeah. Not going right? to happen. How about, how about taking the clothes out of the washing machine and putting them in the dryer before they turn into piss-flavored clothes? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Because that's where we're at in my household. No one could switch the the laundry over. And that's like I, what I really want to tell them. I'm like, I just need one person in my household just, who, yeah, is just capable, do a house call. who is capable of switching over the laundry. <laughs> like we did all the laundry that we've been putting off since before Christmas yesterday. And it's still yeah. not folded. It's just most most of it is clean now. And yes, there are wet clothes in the dryer in the washing machine right now. <laughs> and do I want to pause the recording in order to switch it over? I do, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna text my my fiance instead. All right. Oh my God. What the hell is our topic for today? I don't remember. <laughs> How to prevent acne. That's oh, stress causes acne. acne. Stress causes acne. You know what could stress be stressful? Of... Planning a wedding uh, or uh, doing a job that doesn't work for your brain without any sort of uh, medication or help or uh, competent management. Whoops. Yeah. Most of the way through my wedding. martini at this point, so. <laughs> planning for a wedding. Um, I just... Ha- having someone offer you a fourth job that you have time in your schedule to take on and then they offer you enough money where you can't really say no. That's where that's where I'm at today. That's something that happened to me. So I now I now am John Downey for, f- fourthly employed. Which John is four jobs horrible. Downey. <laughs> John four jobs Downey. Uh <laughs> has it's not a sex thing, I swear. Unless well we don't know what all those jobs are, but I've only ever heard of two. No, three. I've heard of three jobs. Oh, I know. I know for all of your all of your four jobs. The one, the stacking yeah. chairs job. I would kill for that job. John stacks chairs job, and gets like well a good amount of money for it. Yeah, it's I. I am a production assistant for some youth orchestras. He stacks the chairs. I had to go to a middle school once a week and uh, set up rehearsal spaces for children. He stacks and... the chairs and unstacks them. I mostly just move chairs around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really a lot of chair shuffling. Oh my which god! Is a, which is a joy. It takes a good uh, six hours out of my Monday nights, which seems like it shouldn't take that long. But it's mostly me waiting for children to practice, and then that's leave. why he tweets so much. He's just that's sitting around it's... tweeting. It does allow me to be on Twitter more, which is good. It's better for my brand. We need a we downtime needs a presence of some sort. Yeah, downtime does. Well, that was the thing is like when I was taking the bus to work, that was great. That was great for downtime. Those were good times for downtime because I was taking the bus to work and I was just like interacting with people and like posting on our social media. And then I stopped yeah. taking the bus to work because of COVID because I stopped going to work because of COVID. And um, all of a sudden, our social media presence just just fell off a fucking cliff. Like, yeah. it was not good. And John had to take up all the slack. But now he uses, uses his chair stack in time because the orchestras are back. <laughs> uh, or, yeah, th- which, like, yeah, thank God I have to go do my my job once a week that involves being in a in close proximity to a lot of children, children. during covid yeah, it's Disgusting. horrible i made it i made it very clear from the beginning of this season it was like i 
I know that I'm technically not allowed in this middle school as a grown man who doesn't have a child who goes here uh, until 5.15. However, in order for me to set this place up and leave before I see a single child, I need to get in earlier. So I'm, I'm doing that and there's nothing you can do to stop me uh, short of someone calling the police on me. But they all know I'm coming. They all know who I am. They're not going to call the police on me. I'm going in early. I'm setting up these spaces and I'm getting the fuck out of there before I have to see any of their grubby little hands. No, I don't, children disgust me the honestly the sight of those children is death to me now and i can't i i just i i am drenched in sweat when i when i finish setting up those spaces because i'm fucking sprinting i'm getting these chairs out i'm shuffling these chairs around as quickly as fucking what what, and then what do you do you just sit in the parking lot literally sit in the parking lot i go get food somewhere i like i go hit a drive-thru and come back and wait in the parking lot until they leave no way. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Jamie, who's been on the show before, works at a preschool. Actually, runs a preschool. And Whoa. Yeah. But she has done preschool stuff, like pre- stuff with preschool age kids since yeah. we lived together in Charleston. And she would come home with, like, the plague. Like, children are disgusting. Yeah, that's the thing. She would come home it's with, like, like, the nastiest, scariest, worst flu in the yeah. world. And then I would had to be like, my roommate teaches fucking pre-K, so I'm going to get the worst strep throat that is known to man. Because it's already, like, <laughs> percolated and incubated in these tiny little bodies and they don't know what sanitate like they're just disgusting little creatures and yeah. they're under five, you know, yeah. so yeah. COVID they get it and they just like they just spread it to the world and they don't. Unfortunately, we're, see- we're seeing more hospitalizations of children, but for the most part, kids are real kids and babies are real good at carrying it. And real bad real at, at getting it. it. Like, yeah. And here's hoping like the long term studies are like that there's no adverse effect on them for having, yeah. you know, being carriers or whatever. But we don't know any of that stuff. But like, yeah, she texted me the other day that she's got not COVID, but like the flu, like a terrible flu because she works with yeah. these disgusting little children. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Her preschool opened in January. If you're month, listening to this, it is closed and you're like, already. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, my kid is clean," yeah, your kid's great. I was like, "Your kid's not clean." We all licked the bus window. Come on, <laughs> your kid is not as clean as you think. Yeah, no, no, they're disgusting. They know, they know. Yeah. Their kid puts things like <clears throat> babies. They put shit in their mouth all the time. Look, I still struggle with not putting stuff in my mouth. Like that's a real <laughs> thing. Like, this looks slightly gummy in texture. I want to put it in my mouth. I will try not to. Sometimes I fail. It's, (laughs) you know. Look, sometimes we fall down. And what do we do when we fall down, Master Bruce? What what do we do? I can't do it. I'm too drunk. (laughs) What do we do when we fall down, Master Wayne? Uh, we, uh, get back up. Or yeah. we just, uh, like, roll around in our giant pile of money for a few seconds. <laughs> we grab all of the wads of cash out of our pockets and use it to bolster ourselves to get up. 
what the fuck are we talking about? What is this episode? Acne. I was once told. Do you wash your face? Do you you wash your face regularly? (laughs) No. No, I don't either. I keep my face washed in the shower because I'm a realistic human. All right. Like, no, look, no one can be expected to have a fucking morning and nighttime routine. That's ridiculous. The people. Samantha has one because she's superhuman and I can't be expected to be a superhuman. We can't hold ourselves up to Samantha's standards. Like, no, we're just downies. Like, we can't. We're just downies. And honestly, that's that's the worst part about this whole thing is that someday she will be, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can't rise up to her standards. So we're just going to bring her down. Just drag her down. Georgia Owen is our fabulous, fabulous artist for this week. Georgia Owen is a singer-songwriter and emerging artist from Asbury Park, New Jersey. She spent most of her life performing in Asbury Park as well as various places around central New Jersey, Philadelphia, and New York. Her songwriting carries her Jersey influence, creating real, straightforward, and sometimes brutally honest lyrics. She loves to tell the stories behind her songs and often offer unique and surprising topics. We are so excited to have Georgia on the show. Please show her some love. Get in the link tree in the description below. That'll take you to everything you need to find her music, to find her social media accounts. Make sure you're following her on Spotify as well as on Instagram and TikTok. All of her social media is just at Georgia Owen Music. So give her a follow and show her some love and thank her so much for being on Downtime this week. Please enjoy Off With You by Georgia Owen.
<laughs> yeah, no, I can't have the morning and night. Any routine? That's a part of it, man. The ADHD yes. thing. I can't do routines. They don't stick to me. I've told people met yeah. this many times before. I could do the same thing every day for three months, and then the day will come where I forget. I just forget to do it because routine is not something I do. It doesn't work for me. I don't, I can't. Restaurant life, honestly, it did work for me. If there yeah. was pay and medical leave, like, I would be there, you know? Because, yeah. honestly, it worked for me. Having a flexible schedule, all this it's stuff. It's not just the fact that routine doesn't, like, mesh well with the brain. It's it's also the fact that, and I don't really want to get into the nitty-gritty of this because it's sad, but uh, it's also just the fact that, like, a routine, like a daily routine, conceptually, intellectually, grosses me out. And I don't like to think about it. No, so I don't either. So that's, uh, like, it's, it's, it's beyond just not being good for my brain or not my brain not wanting to do it. Okay, so, so my buddy Christian in, um, in college just told me this one time. Okay. And it resonated and stuck with me longer than my friendship with christian did so i'm gonna tell you what christian told me shout out christian <laughs> he's having a great life anyways um that's what, that's what you get for not being friends with me fantastic <laughs> life um no he told me that uh having a clean pillowcase was oh. the key so that if you can't change your pillowcase like every night or every other night which I don't want to get into how often you clean your sheets because no one wants to go there, right? Yeah. Like, we don't want to start throwing stones about no. <laughs> how often the sheets get cleaned, all right? Because I don't want to think about it. It's It might be a while. So to sleep with a towel over your pillowcase yeah. and then change the towel regularly so that the oils from your face don't, like, stay on your face like throughout your life that's that's what that's incredibly me. that's incredibly good advice if you I, got, I feel like it's, you need it a, makes sense you need a nice towel i mean that's a good that's a good hack it is, it is a hack because it's not something that you can do for you you're gonna get a lot of judgment from maybe a significant other or somebody some, if you put the someone towel is, someone's gonna laugh at you at some point but it, Look, it's a good if you hack don't, for sure if you don't <clears throat> Like, fuck with their skincare regimen and don't make fun of yeah. them for their skincare regimen. Then they can't make fun of you for your towel. All right. That's true. Like, you do all that. I have this towel, which is essentially placebo. Just telling yeah. me that I'm doing something, anything <laughs> to make this maybe better. You know? Yeah. So I'm just passing it along. I also got um vitamin E oil. I use that after I shower. Because Very vitamin good. E has, like, restorative properties. Yes. Um, so I bought it from Trader Joe's, your favorite place, because apparently they have the best-priced vitamin E oil on, on this planet Earth. So All right. I got that, and I started vitamin using e it. Vitamin E oil? But then I used it, and, and then the dermatologist told me that my eyelids fucked up because of something I put on my face. Oh, so then right. I had to stop using everything, which is, like, all I was using was, like, <laughs> All I was using was, like, a Vino moisturizer slash sunscreen, which yep. has, like, it is hypoallergenic. And then I was using vitamin E oil, and then I used, like, some other 
copaiba essential oil on my face. And I think it was the copaiba thing, but I put it on my hand and nothing <laughs> happened, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, here's a here's a way to stop your acne. Stop touching your face. Hey, no, you, right now. Stop touching your face. I was I'm like, stop having no, skin? No, no. Don't. Because everyone I, has I'm acne? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. You stop. I, I see you're 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 fiddling with your facial hair. Stop it. Stop right now. You shouldn't touch your face for so many reasons, right? Yep. <clears throat> but you shouldn't be touching your face. Like honestly, I always have this like chin acne going on. Like that's like a constant. And yeah. I, I don't wear makeup, but it is sad that people don't want to wear masks because all I want to do in public all the time is wear a mask. Because yeah. no one can see my chin acne, which is ever present. <laughs> so it's like there are so many times where I have like a giant terrible thing. Like I got little pizza dots. It's fine. But like yeah. sometimes there's like a big boy on there. You know what I mean? And you're like, thank God we got to wear masks everywhere. <laughs> thank, thank the honestly, Lord I've got masks with I me. I don't want to show the world this. It sucks if you wear lipstick and spend time on your lipstick because... It does not hang out there for long, but I yeah I'm the, constantly touching this this part right your right little here. soul patch. My little, that's a yeah. I mean yes, that is what it's called. I mean constantly like touching that constantly touching the sides of my mustache all the ew. time. Acne acne in here all the time. It's it's horrible. It's gross. We all got it. We all Grow got a it. beard. Hey, that's that's a that's what I can do. My my pro tip: grow a beard. It hides a lot of sins. <laughs> you can you can get acne that. under here, and no one will ever see it. Man, everyone's gonna see my chacne all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're just dealing with now. No, I have this like, I I like constantly struggle because skincare products are like very expensive and also mm -hmm. just like fucking festooned in plastic. <laughs> like yeah. they are just. Dipped and dunked and repacked. They are so plasticky. It's gross and I hate it. And so I went to like search for sustainable skincare products because I have powder toothpaste. Like my toothpaste is a powder. Now mm -hmm. I've gotten to the point where I'm like it is a dust that comes in a, in a glass container. <laughs> right. Yep. I've tried so hard to eliminate plastic from, from my life. I use bar, you know, shampoo and I very like infrequently condition because turns out that we're using too much conditioner anyways. You don't <laughs> need it. So, yeah, I've tried so many ways to eliminate plastic from my life. And unfortunately, skincare products are just like plastic, plastic, plastic. Yeah. And so I tried to like order from this place that like did all this naturally sourced stuff. And now I'm very afraid it gave me an allergic reaction that caused my eyes to swell up. And then I looked like an 80-year-old woman. And so now <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't All right. Know. Then let's – I, so I also plastic. don't know. So let's let's take it over to the wiki how. Yeah. We'll we, turn to the experts have... for this one because we don't know. The towel trick from Christian. Like, thanks, yeah. Christian. But, like, I don't know because I learned that in, in – I probably only listened to you because you were pretty in college. So I mean, here's the thing, though. It's a it's a towel. He what was pretty, it? though. Yeah, I I trust a pretty person with skincare tips. And I trust if, pretty people with like what is a towel, more than I a should thicker, trust them with. It's just a thicker uh, pillowcase. If well, you gotta change case, it. If a clean pillowcase is protecting you, then a towel's gonna do the job. <clears throat> I feel like 
you just need to change whatever your face is on. Yeah. You should change it frequently. But I frequently. also like the pillowcase to match my sheets. Yeah, I think you might have to get over that. Or just get a lot of towels that look the same as your sheets. <laughs> I just touched my face again. Uh, <laughs> this is Teach Me How, Wiki How. Um, Teach Me How, Wiki How. You had to <laughs> take a sip of your martini. I had to, um, I had to swallow. It was poorly it went- timed. When and if we ever get a sound bite for Teach Me How Wiki How, there should be a sound of you sipping a martini before it, just mm. in the sound bite forever. Yeah, we got to get through <coughs> this because I'm officially out of martinis. So. Okay. So this is, we are really turning to the the professionals this time. This is How to Prevent Acne. This has 2.2 million views. 84% of readers found it helpful. Uh, this is Luba Lee. FNP-BCMS. That's a lot. They this got person has, they got letters. They got a lot of letters. There's a lot of oh, master's degree in nursing from the University of Tennessee Knoxville. This is a this is a real human being who's done real human being things. Maintain hygiene. All right, are you gonna tell me to have a routine? We talked about this. Wash your face twice a day. No. Oh my god. Already not on brand. Already no. So not already, on brand. Already no. We can't do that one. So that one's out. I'm sorry, Luba. If we can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, I brush my teeth normally around like know 4 limits. p.m. Know your limits. is an important step, I think, in any of our how-tos. Mm-hmm. Is know, know your limits. Um, Use special care in selecting a cleanser if your skin is dry or oily. How do you know what skin you have? I don't fucking know, dude. I It's... I mean, what kind of skin do you have? I think oily, just based on me touching my face. Just you now, have a it sheen. Feels, it feels you do shine. Yeah, well, I always felt like I was medium. WikiHow Wiki is super bright, and it's really frustrating to be on WikiHow and recording my face because there's no way to balance the light here, and there's yeah, you no look a dark. Bit shiny. There's no dark option. There's no dark theme option on WikiHow. Fix All this, I know Wiki is that we both listening. need. I know that we both need <laughs> hypoallergenic shit. Yeah. Because we both have problems in that area. And then also, I believe I'm medium, but also, like, what's dry? Does anyone have dry skin? Because I have it. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say, I don't think I've ever met anyone with dry skin. I feel like everyone always complains about their face oils. I don't have, I don't have an oily face. I have the, I flaky. I'm like fish. Oh, (laughs) weird. Everything is dry because my my fiance won't refill the humidifiers and they're heavy. Wash your hands before you wash your face. That's brilliant. I would have never thought to do that. I'm putting soap on my hands to put it on my face. You ever thought to wash wash your hands hands before you uh, go to the bathroom? I do that. Before you go to the bathroom? Yeah. To, To so that you don't make your junky bits even dirtier. Yeah. Oh. If you don't have problems, I, I guess you can wash it. Like, if you were touching gross shit, then why would you want to touch your your areas? No, that's a fair point. I've never thought about these things ever. I just figured, you wash know, what my I hands thought after about I it. Use the bathroom was good enough. There was a poster in my like AP Chem class. Shout out to <laughs> all of us nerds because I took I didn't take AP. Uh, that's a lie. I lied. <laughs> Uh, I just, I just like lied to you and me. <laughs> it was like honors. I don't know. Whatever. It was a fancy chem class that I took. It might have been. I don't know. Whatever. Um. Anyways, 
it was my honors chem class. There was a there was a poster that said chemists wash their mm-hmm. hands before they go to the bathroom, and I was like, why? But what? I figured if chemists did it, it was good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're a chemist and that reference makes sense to you, let us know. No, Hit us up on you, Twitter. At I get it now. It's because if you're a no, chemist, no, no. you might have acid on your hands. I want them to tell me. Oh, my God. Well, if you're a chef, you also wash your hands before you go to the Wait, bathroom. I deal with acid all day, every day. Dude, wash your hands before you touch your penis. I wear oh gloves. God. I take the gloves off before I Don't touch my touch penis. Your penis with, your, with your acid gloves. <laughs> yeah, I work with a lot of chemicals. I should have better hand washing just yeah. in general. Like, I cook a lot, and I like cooking with spicy stuff. So, yeah, I wash my hands before I go to the bathroom because, like, Dude, jalapenos will mess you up. <sighs> Moisturize after each face wash. And so you started. That's a different step. You started with wash your face twice a day. And then now we're at moisturize after each wash. So that's four steps. That's four things in, in two steps, technically. That I have a get, suggestion. They've snuck. They've snuck four things into two steps is what I I'm saying. I have a suggestion. And I think it's unfair. What's your suggestion? I think the key to having the best skincare is also um, having the best celebrity endorsement. Because, Interesting. Yeah. Because, you know. You feel the, like you need someone that you really connect with. Yeah. Because, like, we wouldn't have known what skincare Jessica Simpson Hillary. used. Until she became the spokesperson for that one that everyone was using forever. It's not Provasic. That's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Clearasil? No, it's not Clearasil. There's Jennifer Aniston for Aveeno, which is very tempting. Because you're like, shit, if she uses Aveeno, like, that's what I use. And this woman is timeless. Because she is timeless, you know? Yeah. But also, you know that bitch doesn't use a vino. <laughs> <laughs> That's for poor people. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no. And then Jessica Simpson was the one. Oh, God. It was huge. Forever. It was like almost like prescription. And I remember <laughs> my roommate in college used it and it bleached all my towels. <laughs> So if Hold it was on. bleaching her towels, what the fuck was it doing to her face? Right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, I will Horrifying. never use this because it's bleaching my towels. Like, it was messed up. But you need a good celebrity. Luba Lee has a master's degree in nursing, not article writing. Because this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Step four is moisturize after each face wash. Step five is choose the right moisturizer. Proactive. Sorry. <laughs> yes, there we go. You would think that choosing the right moisturizer would come before the moisturizing step. Even yeah, a and then bit. also maybe some recommendations for moisturizer. Like, yeah. Not gonna lie, I need a good rack. Oh, so this is this is important. I heard JVN talking about this on on Queer Eye. If you have oily skin, you choose a gel-based moisturizer. Uh, and then for dry skin, you choose a cream-based moisturizer. But JVN, they went through it in more in detail depending on the seasons. I don't remember what season you're supposed to use which one in. I think dryness is winter, so you want winter you is wanna dry. Go for, yeah, so you want to go always for cream dry. I'm in like the winter. Flaky. I'm always cold. <laughs> I'm always dry. I'm like Explain. a lizard. 
exfoliate your skin gently twice a day. This is so many things. It's impossible to not have acne. Remove all traces of makeup before going to bed. How can I remember to do that? That makes sense to me. That one makes sense to me. Well, I don't remember when at our friend's wedding I went to the hospital. Yeah. Because I drank too much. I do remember that. I didn't think that that was ever going to make it onto the podcast. So good for you for. I didn't. I didn't have a stitch of makeup on my face. <laughs> I took it all off. I remembered. I was I, <laughs> to take my makeup off. Always take. Your I makeup still went off. to the fucking hospital, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Number eight. Try not to touch your face with your hands. I appreciate. I don't know why this is the step that we get the try not to. I feel like all of these steps should be try to do this. To do your best to wash your face twice. Yeah, a day. it should be like that do would your best sit to wash better your face. with me in general. Do your best to get a good. Do your best to get a good moisturizer. But who's got the good moisturizer budget? Budget, especially if you're using it twice yeah. a day and then washing it off twice a day. Like, come on. Also, those jars. I know those jars are a scam. That's like a, a, an inch and a half of of glass or plastic with a little tiny dippy in the middle. They make it look so much bigger than it actually is quantity-wise. Yeah. And then, like, also the plastic. Like, think about the, the plastic. plastic. And I'm trying to think about the plastic and the crow's feet at the same time, and it's not, <laughs> it's not working. All right. Similarly, avoid sharing daily things and tools with siblings who have acne. Wait. <laughs> Why does it say specifically siblings? This is for teenagers. <laughs> this article I'm reading right now is for teens. Look, I'm they have the realizing. worst acne, but like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is a lot of 30. information that I need as a 26 year old person, and, and so much so that I just realized that this is absolutely for teenagers. <laughs> look, I'm staring down the barrel of 30, and I still have acne. Like, it's not. <laughs> It's not bad, but it never was. Like, so we're, yeah. I guess, lucky? This is, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. Wash your pillowcases no. frequently or. Thanks, Christian. Or put, or put some towels. Or put there. a towel over it. <laughs> Just throw a towel on there. Squat your dog. What? Pay attention to your hair as a callback to last episode. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we said squat your dog a bunch. That thought was very remember. funny. <laughs> I remember, but like it takes that kind of thing to make me remember. Like that's how little I record these episodes in my brain. Pay attention to your hair routine, especially if your skin is oily. Sure. I guess if your hair is touching your face a lot. Watch out about applying too much product in your hair. I don't have to worry about that. I'm not putting shit in my hair. Who am I showing off for? The fucking stainless steel tanks I'm working with? They don't care. Uh, stay out of direct sunlight. <laughs> Just stay inside. Don't oh. get out of here. It sounds familiar to other advice I've received recently. <laughs> Paying attention to diet and exercise. This is so hard. I hate this. Drink water. Just drink water. I'm Look, this is the kind of time. I've discussed this with many of my friends. This is the kind of millennial we are. You can tell what where when you were brought up. Um, if you have a constant supply of water nearby, like there were there was a generation of us, or maybe half a generation, that was told that having a water bottle was going to fix all your problems. Yeah. And so, if you just drank water. <laughs> you were going to be okay. And that is true a lot of the time. But like, 
we always have water with us. Like I always have my Nalgene. It's a real thing. And if you drink enough of that water. I try to take it wherever I go. You will be a beautiful person. As someone has tried to keep me from entering places because of my water bottle. I'm like, look, this is the way I was raised. I was told. I was taught. That I didn't have to diet or exercise or worry about anything as long as I can I lose weight if I drink enough water. I can yep. lose weight if I drink enough water. I can have beautiful skin if I drink enough water. I can have plenty of energy if I drink enough water. Like, yeah. I can resist illnesses if I drink enough water. This was taught to us. Like, we were, we were raised at, at the very wee years in the got milk era right where there think, were celebrities I think the got milk era was like with, way earlier with milk mustaches in yeah. it, like on posters in the cafeteria everywhere we went you know that's true you need milk for strong bones which turns out is a Bullshit. lie it was lobbying like, literally lobbying not it was big true milk. It was big milk, seriously. <laughs> it was. And 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 then somehow the water, you know, movement permeated yeah. or osmosed, you know, into into our brains and or now it, we're it went water from people. milk to water, so it just it separated really is what happened. It separated, it did. It it skimmed. Which is um, horrifying. <laughs> this is the worst. Uh if things get serious, consult your doctor. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. Drugs. Consult your doctor. And then we the last one. We started on drugs and we ended on drugs. Start and end on drugs. And but as a as a little addendum after the ending drugs, use manuka honey is the final thing. Manuka honey is another natural remedy that many people find very effective for acne, while also being exceptionally gentle or uh, on skin compared to most other acne treatments. It has potent antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. It helps reduce and prevent scarring, and it helps soothe and hydrate the skin, too. You can use it as your face wash, but you need to wash off makeup. You'll need to use an actual soap or cleanser first. But if you need to wash out makeup, you'll have to use an actual soap or cleanser first as a mask and or as a spot treatment. I don't want to put honey anywhere near my skin. It won't bleach your towels, though. That's true. I like having a, a natural a natural option. Don't know what Manuka is. Uh, I, I have fine. heard of Manuka honey before, but yeah, we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to see. Yeah. All right. I think that's enough. I think. Thank so you too. so much for listening. We have a couple of people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. I feel like I need to clarify that. It Whenever I say that, it sounds like we're just using the music that Ethan has, has written and recorded and made. He made it for us. Like, I, feel, I, I just, I listened to a, uh, an episode of ours recently where I like, I think it was the last time I was editing, I heard that part and I was like, it sounds wrong. It, he wrote that for us because he's a good he's a good friend and an incredible artist and it sounds awesome and it sounds like it sounds like downtime it's like synonymous with downtime now so like and thank it's you, not Ethan, the like, all, like Ethan has made every if you go back and listen to the old episodes Ethan has yeah. made every intro and outro theme we've ever used including like the specialty holiday intro and outros yeah and also our original and the one we use now so really ethan has done this out of the kindness of his heart for us all the music that you hear on the outlaws and old ones podcast also was was written and recorded all of that stuff 
by Ethan for that show. Like that that's really if you if you have a project where you need original music, go to somepointsound.com. Ethan and Drummond will will hook you up with something incredible. That's my that's my on time. on brand. I yield you. my time. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at NMS underscore creative or go to her website, NatalieSpitzel.com. That's N-A-T-A-L-I-E-S-P-I-T-Z-E-L.com. There you go. That was my um. That was my spelling bee moment. Check out uh, the Bloody Stream. That is our our sister podcast on the Outlaws Network. They are at Bloody Stream Pod on social media, uh, and there it's just a great it's a great horror movie show. Uh, Emily and I have both guested on it. I would love to get back on there soon. They talk about horror movies. They they give good uh, warnings, like content warnings for the film. So if you're if you're curious about a movie and they've done an episode on it, you can go listen to that. You can hear all the content warnings, uh, and they give a non spoiler review of it, but before like the halfway point of the episode, uh, or sometimes it's earlier than that. But there's always a non spoiler part at the beginning where they go through content warnings and their review of it without different spoilers and then they get into the spoiler thing so you can start listening and then you can if you want to watch it you can pause it go watch it and come back it's a very well-structured show it's really good and it's really funny you should definitely go listen to it you can find that through the link tree uh in the description of this episode uh and through that link tree, you can find also anything all of the outlaws network stuff is in that link so go check them out you can also use their website in order to search whether your desired watchable is streaming. Yeah, by the way, you, it's, which is it's really great. The bloody so they meant com. it to they meant it to be horror stuff, but guess what? There's other it's anything on there. You can just search um, any movie, and it will tell you, you where movie. it is streaming. Like if it is streaming and where it is streaming. That it's an, it's extremely. Great. I have used it several times for many things. Like it's, we used it it's all holiday thing. season long to find our favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, and did not tell them we were using it for that, but it works. It's great. So thebloodystream.com. Check them out. Yeah, check it out. It's it's awesome. But the podcast is is very good. Also, um, thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Chackney, I'll fight you. <laughs> Keep that button hot. Mm-hmm.